Hey y'all, it's your sugar here. And yes, it is Wednesday, uh, 7.30 or a little bit past 7.30 on a Wednesday night. And it is the Sugar Show happening tonight as I'm speaking right now. I'm Natalie Sugar Brown. And uh, this is my platform on every night, every Wednesday night at 7.30 where we come and talk about women's boxing. And Sugar, me, uh, gives a window into the authentic experience of a woman boxer and what's going on out here. Ooh, so already, already we got uh, somebody joining the party. My face is in the place and guess who else is in the place already? Women's Boxing Channel, hey baby. Hey, Women's Boxing Channel. How are Women's Boxing Channel says, yowza, yowza, yowza. Well, thank you. <laughs> you sure know how to make a girl feel special. Thank you. And then a Women's Boxing comes in. Women's Boxing Channel comes in and also says, how are you, huns? Well, I'm doing good and especially uh, doing excellent now that I got you in the party tonight. Thank you for joining. And so uh, last week, Sugar had to run. Sugar had some 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 stuff that popped up. Uh, Michael Orr comes in. You know I'm here, Sugar. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so Michael Orr is in the building. And, of course, it is now now it's going down okay so my guys are or my my people are here michael orr is in the building uh women's boxing channel is in the building and you know what i'm looking for more 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 of my misfits showing up but let's talk okay so what about my father's business which what so about my box father's business in is in the building tonight faces in the place Okay then, okay, and um, Women's Boxing Channel is hailing up, hey Mike. So Mike, you getting hailed up by Women's Boxing Channel. And um, okay, so let's talk, let's talk, the, let's talk the things, okay? So, um, I mean, it ain't been too, too exciting. Uh, I mean, they, of course, shenanigans have been happening in women's boxing. But tonight, you know, um, last night, I mean, last week, like Sugar said, uh, there there was some stuff that popped up and I had to, I had to uh, cut the show short. I was highlighting some crones out here looking bad, not bad in a in that bad way but damn looking bad hot and they kicking ass out here so i was giving them their spotlights those those hot crones but now tonight we're talking about uh, some interesting action that has happened recently y'all out there let me know what y'all think um terry harper uh just finished fighting hannah rankin and um, oh, Women's Boxing Channel comes in. What do you think is going to be the results between 154 DeCarry versus Natasha, Natasha Jonas announced just now? Okay. I got, I, I got my speak on that. But let's talk about, let, let's talk about now the, the, 
the whole significance and the relevance of that fight coming up. Okay? So, um, Michael Orr comes in. Rankin fought a good fight, though. Now, the fight ended up, um, Women's Boxing Channel said, I think Harper looked brilliant versus Rankin. Okay, so we got some we, we, we got some op opinions out here, and I want to drop mine in the hat, too. Okay, so um, it, it was a decent fight, and um, I think my, me and my lovely assistant um, might have came together with some, some footage or some action and, and for us to talk about this. So, I mean, we got the tail of the tape up right now. Okay, so you can see, I always get jammed up here, where they, they have... Um, they have it where Terry Harper, the age, okay? So they have Terry Harper as 32 years old and Hannah Rankin as 25 years old. Now, let me tell y'all something, okay? They really, they, they really effing up out here. <laughs> I gotta say, first the one commentator called the boxing match soccer and now this this oh women's boxing channel why you put that ear up women's boxing channel got an ear up okay um michael orr says uh a little too much bouncing around for me but harper looked good at that weight okay um and so um they got the information out here because we we still want to talk we're talking about the action okay so uh first of all y'all know they they done messed up the ages so it's vice versa up here okay Terry Harper is 25 years old and Hannah Rankin is 32 years old, right? So they got to get the broad's ages right. Come on now. Do us, at least do us like that. At least do us right. Okay. Um, so the, the, the ages are switched around there. I mean, fire these people or hire some better people that's all i got to say the information is significant as well okay if you can't get the information right if you can't get the sport right right hire somebody else that will okay there's there's people out here who will make sure or who who are interested enough to make sure the information is conveyed correctly okay so um where were we? Okay, so the records as of that night, uh, so we had Rankin, who was 12, 5, and uh, 12 wins, 5 losses, and I think 3, um, is that 3? Um, Women's Boxing Channel, you you're the one that you the education one in, in, in the conversation now, so uh, I'm not sure if these 12 are draws or if they're KOs, okay? And on the other side, we got Terry Harper, which is 12 wins, one loss. I guess that's the one draw and six KOs. I'm thinking that's what it's what these numbers are looking like right now, okay? Uh, Hannah Rankin is 5'9". Terry Harper is 5'8 and a half, okay? And... Um, Hannah Rankin weighed in at 153.4 pounds, solid middle. I mean, well, junior middle. And um, 
Hannah Rankin weighed in at uh, 152, solid. Like, and like Mike said, she looked solid. She looked good. She, she looked to me more solid as middleweight than Natasha Jonas did when she fought Bergalt, to be honest. Natasha Jonas looks like a fighter that stepped up. She still got the sm small arms and the small stature. Um, and that fight between Natasha Jonas and Patricia Bergold, it showed how scrappy Jonas is and it showed how much of, of a dog she is. Okay. And I, that's why I messes with her. That's why I love that broad. Okay. Um, she's showing in the game and she has showed in the game that she's a bad bit. Okay. She, she'll fight and she wants to fight. She stands and she fights. And that's what I like about Jonas. You don't see her hopping around or bouncing around. Even when she got, even when she got slumped, right? She was, she was trying to stand in there and she was trying to fight my girl. What's her name? Uh, I, I also did a previous session about her because I liked her. She was, she would cray. She would cray cray, but she was, I, I, she was that scrappy cray cray that, that we need in women's boxing. Too bad she might have murdered her husband, but you know, y'all check that one out, okay? Um, Women's Boxing Channel comes in to say, I knew Harper would be very capable at 154 after jumping up from 130, but predicted that Rankin would outpoint her now. This is where I wanna go with this fight, okay? A lovely assistant, you got any, like what we got out here? What we, what we got out here? her chasing uh, her, Terry Harper around right in the rope. So I got some input here from, from, from my misfits coming in. Um, uh, Women's Boxing Channel says, I was wrong. Harper looks like a great candidate for undisputed for me. She'll beat DeCare. Now, I want to explain this. When or, or in these type of when you step up, 
in weight, in boxing, period. Sugar always says this, styles make fights, okay? And so the style is going to be not like a lightweight style where, you know, people are going to be, you know, you, you got the lightweights bouncing around and they ride into ropes and they bounce. No, when you move up, ain't nobody dancing, right? You stand in there and you throw in giving and taking. Like it's, it's not, it's not where, you know, yeah, hit and get and not get hit, but you got there. There's now you're you're more so absorbing shots. You're using the defensive. You're using your guard more as a heavier fighter because don't nobody got don't nobody got the time and the the, the wind and all of that stuff at at middleweight to be hopping around. You got more body. You're more solid. You have power, right? So there, there's no need for you to float around. Like Muhammad Ali Lee did say, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Yes. And he was bopping and stuff. But when it came time after a while, and this is not the type of fight, you can't float, you can't do it fighting two minutes. Right now that now this becomes glorified amateur boxing, which we don't like once you turn pro that Amy shit is gone. We not impressed with that hippity hop bull jive no more. You got to fight now. You got to you use the guard. You use the parries, use the skills that pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? It's not hopping around now. It's not it's not slap boxing. It's not touch fighting. It's not point fighting anymore. So I wasn't impressed with that at all. And if Harper continues thinking that she can hop around women's boxing channel, I'm sorry to say, and if you think this too, you think that hop around style is going to get her to be undisputed at middleweight, you're sadly mistaken. Nah, that fairy shit is for the lower weights. Yeah, that's why people want to see the big boned broads fight, right? Because they stand in there and and they they're giving and taking. Okay, um, women's boxing channel says Jonas is that dog you say, and it will be a great Harper versus Jonas fight. Uh, after that draw at Eddie's house during lockdown, where I thought Harper scraped a win. Now, um, um, their fight at lightweight, and I like that you brought that up, baby. I like that you brought that up, Women's Boxing Channel, because now it's going to be another clash. And, and this is, that can, this can also be super. This can be a super match, right? Because now it's another story. It's another page in that drama where they met at lightweight and Harper outpointed a Jonas, but now at middleweight, because now you a different broad at a different weight. I've always, I always say this, you're a different fighter. If when you move up, you're a different fighter. When you move down, you're a different fighter. 
right? And styles make fights. So you may not, that the style that you had to adopt at a lower weight may not be that style that it was best for you, but you move up and you become, you know, you become stronger, sturdier. You can do what you, you can, you can be a bit more of a, a bully at a heavier weight. That may be where the fight is for you. Broad, crone, right? So that's what makes this, that didn't, women's boxing interesting in that way. Um, women's boxing channel, I guess you were laughing at me. W2ETF, ha ha ha. Great sound effects. Okay, so I was putting a little yes. I was being animated, and y'all, y'all should know that by now that sugar is animated, <laughs> and I, and I tend to be silly and goofy. But I suppose, I suppose y'all may like that about me. <laughs> um, about my father's business that sounds chopped and screwed. So the clip, yeah, we had to chop and screw the video because we try not to get flagged, but you know, maybe uh, we trying a thing tonight. So we, we chopping it up, we screwing it, we serving it on the side and, and we seeing, we seeing how good that, that work. We seeing if, it, if if that'll work out tonight. Women's Boxing Channel says slow motion sound is banging out on the video, so we can't hear a word you're saying. Oh, that's what it is. I'm sorry, you guys. We got to work on some stuff there. So yes, if y'all didn't hear what I was saying during the video, I was saying that action that y'all that y'all were seeing in the video was basically the whole fight. Harper jumping in and hugging and smothering uh, Rankin and Rankin just kind of grabbing and, and, and holding her ground in, in the match. There was re no real action besides that for all 10 rounds. It was, it was boring if you ask me, but you know, um, I, I love women's boxing. So there's always gotta be something there's something that um, we can appreciate about all these matches. I'm not going down no broad, no crone, you know, but um, what's happening now in women's boxing, which what wasn't happening before is we have the platform, but we don't have the action. I'm going to say that. I'm saying it. The broads out here ain't as scrappy. The broads out here ain't uh, fighting. They're not fighting. They're not banging. They're not taking chances. They're not raw. They, I mean, a lot of these, a lot of these broads nowadays, because they got a little ammy background, feel like they're better than the old, the olden days or what, you know, what used, how the action used to be back in the day, but it's not. I mean, they, they need to step it up. They're boring now. And I, I'm not saying all, but I'm saying majority of these, these fight, they're boring. They boring as hell. Don't nobody want to see point fighting. Nobody wants to see women. I'm sorry. And I keep saying me and Mike been on the same page since day one. And this used to happen back in the day. We want to see broads get slumped. 
okay? We wanna see bras getting folded, okay? You wanna know why? Because there's just, uh, there, there's just um, something interesting about watching women fight and watching women get to that place or take each other to that place. And I don't care what nobody say, judge me, judge your mama, judge Jesus, right? Everybody got everybody here to get judged. But there's a group of us people called boxers and boxing fans who just like that, okay? And we're not getting as much of it as we as they it used to happen back in the uh times where um you know we had it it was more all where women were going three minutes and 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 15 rounds back back when tonawanda tiger tramar cat davis all of that stuff um would happen okay um let me see my, my guys are um chiming in so let me let me um put that so um let's see what you guys are saying okay so uh michael or says rankin was pushing the pace absolutely rankin was pushing the pace and i think rankin should have won the fight because harper wasn't fighting unless rankin was stepping to her how are you going to be a champion like this this boxing or fighting is a is is the um personification of aggression so we're bringing aggression to where it it's it's tangible you can see it right because aggression could be um brought forward in many other ways it can be verbal aggression there could be you know um there can be gestures that are aggressive, right? But actual fighting is the personification of tangible aggression, right? So, um, and 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 the scoring of boxing is based on on that, right? You you have to make a fight to win the fight. You have to be the one to make the fight and win, make that battle and win it. And those small series of battles that you make or these small series of battles that you win equate to you winning the actual round. And if you're winning all these little battles and winning the rounds and then winning rounds, then the more rounds you win in the duration of the fight tallies up to who actually won the, the fight. Right, so the the one who wins the majority of the rounds wins the fight if it goes to decision. That's how that works. Okay, it's not about points. This is pro women's boxing. So just because somebody got bopped, so did she get bopped and then you pressed her back? Right? Did she did her head go back and then you made her? You know, did you make her step off the spot? Did you make her change direction in what she was doing? Did your action cause her to um, cower or, or fall back in her actions? If it didn't, then baby, you're not winning the fight. You're not doing nothing in the fight. 
And so that's what was happening in this Terry Harper versus Hannah Rankin fight. Watch it, y'all. I mean, it like that is the that is what was frustrating about watching that fight because you know just because you look like the you know just because she's in there and and she's jumping around and she she's you know doing all of this if you if you're doing all of that and your opponent is still in front of you and doing what she was always doing from round one from the beginning of the round baby you ain't doing nothing you're you ain't doing nothing you you're not making a difference right if you are not if your actions are not making the opposition redirect themselves or or you know recoil from from if you're not moving a bitch you're not winning no fight and 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 that's where that's that's what it is right now so like i don't this is why i i don't like eddie hearn as a promoter because he is the one that's sorry, perpetuating this glorified amateur style, which is, it's not going to sell women's boxing. It is not women's boxing. That's not how we fight. That's not how women boxers fought. It, it, was, it was more raw, right? It, it was unconventional. It was, it, 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 it was more than, than this amateur point fighting now you know hit and bopping you know hit and and move and hit and move i'm sorry women's boxing channel that seems to be the style that you like but us that like me i'm i love boxing not just women's boxing i love boxing period i love fighting i'll watch any fight. I watch bare knuckle fights. I watch underground. Sugar went underground sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I like the art of that because at the at the very smallest fraction of it all going across the board, it is the creativity and creating the windows and blocks and opportunities to take your opponent apart not score a point taking the person in front of you apart okay and the the psychology of that the physicality of that the movement of that all the gestures all come together in what that's supposed to look like and that's a different that's a that, that's a different picture a different piece of art than point fighting because point dotting is pretty much you i don't know if y'all this is how old i am like i used this used to be my jam too y'all used to y'all ever used to have those connected dot um pictures where it would, it's just all dots. And then it starts from one dot. And then you go, you, you draw a line from one dot and this goes to two, then it goes to three, then four, five. And then, you know, you follow all the dots. And next thing you know, you got a kitty cat in front of you. Yeah. Right. That was like my jam. Okay. That's what point fighting is. And that needs to, 
th that needs to stay in the amateurs, right? The pros is where, like, what you see behind me, that mosaic, that different shit, that that stuff that may may look a mess, but then you see, oh, is that a is that a face in that mess? You know what I'm saying? Like, you see the you see where it's coming together, and that to me, that's the beauty of it. Right. And I've seen that in men fighting and in women's fighting uh, or men's boxing and women's boxing. Um, women's boxing channel says Cecilia Brackett says she wants anyone at 154 with a belt. That would be great. Here you come with your girl, Cecilia. Bag lady. You ain't get no belts. Talking about she'll take anybody, but don't nobody want you. You want to take anybody, but don't nobody want you, girl. You done spent, what, 20 plus years hoarding those belts and stealing from people, stealing decisions from people. You could have had so much potential in all the, in any rematch scenario and anything if you didn't rob all those ladies all those years. Nobody's interested and seeing Cecilia Brekas fight anybody anymore. She's dated. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, she could take anybody that she wanted, but, but ain't nobody, don't nobody want her. So we gonna keep it moving. But yeah, bad lady, you'll find, you'll find somebody to, to, to pick you, to, to give you a bag or, or to give you something. Uh, one of these days, it ain't gonna be. It ain't gonna be me, though, girl. Uh, get your shine. Maybe she should do like a podcast or something. Maybe she should. Um, I don't know. Maybe she should do something like that. You know, in all of these pictures that she's taking now, like, oh, look at Cecilia run. Look at she's on a mountain. She's she's on a boat. She's. A, um, maybe you know we we done with that. We we done with all of that, girl. Live your life. Go have some babies. Go do something. Find you somebody. And we keep it moving. So um, Women's Boxing Channel also says, but she ain't got a belt now. So guess Breakers will only get a fight once Undisputed is achieved and rematch. Child, please. Child, please. About my father's business says, let's hit that thumbs up, right? Please hit that. Listen, hit the thumbs up. Hit the thumbs up right now, right now. Check it, check it. Um, hit the thumbs up for women's boxing. Hit the thumbs up for sugar. Come on now. It's a party. It's a party. It's a party, right? And and I, I, lo I love what everyone's saying. I love everyone being present. Um you know, boxing and bouncing for 10 rounds at middleweight with this Terry Harper versus Hannah Rankin fight. Uh, and, and these are two names, okay? These are two names in the, the division. Um, it, it just wasn't doing it. it. It wasn't doing it for me. I'm, I'm not even interested in, and, and it would have been a great match if they had gotten, if, if they had let loose a little bit more. Um, Rankin, fought a good fight. I think Rankin should have won that fight. I really do. Um, 
but it wasn't interesting enough to for for me to care to to see it again. And I don't know how y'all may feel about it, but it's the sugar show, and that's what that's how that, that that's what it is. That's how sugar feel about that. Okay. Um, but let's talk. Let's talk this thing. So Natasha Jonas. Okay, we were talking. I had a earlier episode about this middleweight division is getting hot it's standing up hotter this year them stepping in hotter this year they stepping in hot at middleweight okay um here come the hot step of murderer okay um natasha jonas is the hot stepper she's not playing with these broads in middleweight Okay, so she fought Bergolt and took the belt. And Bergolt in that fight was a lot bigger than Jonas. She was exhausted um, in that fight. Ooh, wait a minute. They done turned the lights off. Y'all give me a second now. So sorry. This is what happens in the office. Okay. So, um, yeah, Natasha Jonas is not playing. She was, she, she looked very exhausted after the, um, fight between her and Bergolt because Bergolt just had so much body and she was absorbing all of, um, Jonas's, um, attacks okay so um it, it a lot of i mean these these broads now don't realize it and it's i mean i guess back in the day or even now you see where there used to be like a a a, a huge window where a, a broad can rally she can rally from 130 pounds right on up to 160 and and go in between where the fights you know, the, the fights um, uh, present themselves. But now, uh, I would say the, more f the fighters are more durable now. It's not that they're better, but, the, you know, they're, they're, they're more durable now. Um, they, they can, they're, they're better conditioned now. They're, they're showing up because it's, it's kind of, it, it, it's not where um, before, you know, you have to just run and and do the, the sparring rounds and then you'd be in shape for a fight. Now broads are lifting weights. You know what I'm saying? Broads are conditioning themselves for the battle, you know, so it, it's it's not it, it's not it's not as it was before. So. Uh, these broads are able to take more punishment. So you got to be careful how you move up and how you move down, right? Even even um, where the, these broads, I don't know how they're doing it either. Like broads are going, are, are rallying from 120 something pounds all the way up to 160. How are you doing that? Like... I just don't, I, I'm a, as a fighter, I couldn't, I couldn't really do that. You know, I had my, I, 
I could probably, I, I knew, I know I had the power to move, probably move up to light heavy, but I wouldn't dare fight at, at, at 170, you know, at, at, at no 170 something pounds because, you know, broads are strong. You're taking more of a risk. These broads are absorbing shots and they stepping through. Okay. So, um, you know, you just got to be smarter with, with taking those chances. I mentioned Natasha Jonas because, like I said, she's not playing. She's looking like she's she's trying to be undisputed junior middleweight champion, okay? Because um, she's not even taking any shortcuts. So she's not fighting four and forties. She's going after the champs. She's going after the 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 um the the former champions it's like she's making she's not playing it she, she's not playing it safe in the way that she's fighting four and 40 fighters and she you know she's paddington and then she's moving she she's um she's attacking the other sharks that are swimming in those waters okay um then we got eva de carey so Eva DeCary, to me, like I said, Eva to, is is one of those fighters where she's a big girl. She's out of Canada. I think she's a Montreal broad. So, I mean, the, the Montreal people take care of their fighters, male or female. You ain't going to go to Montreal or you're not going to fight one of them in, in no Canada and, and beat them. That's for one thing. That's why home... That's why that girl ended up getting killed over there, right? So, um, cause I'm still on your neck, Jim, um, Yvonne, Michelle, I'm still on your neck. Um, because yeah, there was no reason why that girl should have um, died over there, right? Y'all went too far in setting people up. And so, um, yeah, be careful going at, in women's boxing, going to Montreal to fight. Um, but Eva now fighting Natasha Jonas, my prediction or how I feel about that fight is um, Eva don't have, Eva does not have the dog, right? She's a dog, but Jonas is a, is a, Jonas is a, a dog that she may be, she may be in a house a pet, but she run the streets too, if you know what I'm saying. You know, um, DeCare, I, I haven't even seen her fight outside of Canada. I don't think she has. Where Natasha Jonas is now taking her chances out in these streets. That's what I'm saying. So my prediction there is I don't think there'll be a stoppage because Eva DeCare is a big broad. She's a big, um, you know, poutine eating broad <laughs> out of Canada. So she thick, thick. She'll, she's going to absorb Natasha's punishment, but Natasha got the, the, the skills and the guns to, to win a fight between her and, um, against Eva in, in, in that um, situation. 
Uh, I love how Natasha puts her her punches together. I love I like how she steps to anybody that's in front of her. She has great IQ. I don't see where Eva has an IQ. She's and she's athletic for sure and she's strong, but her IQ ain't up there um, to to be jamming with the likes of Natasha Jonas. So that is my prediction there. I feel like Natasha Jonas will win by a, a decision in, in that fight. Would love to see Eva DeCare, um leave her porch and maybe go fight Hannah Rankin. That would be a good match, right? Eva, think about it, right? Because you, you're just, I'm, I'm break it down to you, sweetheart. You, you special over there where you at in Montreal, but if you're going to be a women's boxer in women's boxing, you got to leave your porch at least one time. Or, you know what I'm saying? Um, bag lady is out there. So, Eva, throw um, Cecilia Brackett a bone and, and, and give her a couple rounds in there. That may be an interesting fight. People still want to, I'm not saying that uh, Cecilia Brekas is washed up. What I'm saying is nobody's interested anymore. But um, Eva DeCarey has, still has, I mean, Eva DeCarey has people who are interested in her. So Cecilia may get some interest by fighting someone who has uh, somewhat of an interest Um in her from her hometown, like uh, Eva from um, uh, uh, Montreal, okay? Um, in this division now, I'm gonna throw the girl Jessica McCaskill in there because she's trying to run her little punk ass out of of the heaviness by, by fighting um, Chantel Cameron, but bringing your ass back because I'm, I am predicting in, in the matchup between those two that Chantel is going to pull off that fight, is going to pull off the win. I, I see Chantel Cameron beating Jessica McCaskill. Okay, and um, Jessica McCaskill, I'm not sure if she vacated her, her will vacate her mid, her um uh, super welterweight belts or her welterweight belts or not. I'm not sure what the situation is, but guess what, baby? They coming. They're coming for you. They're coming for you, Jessica. Let's see you windmill your way out of this. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, I mean, I wasn't, I gotta say it, you know, like this one coming, watch out for Mary Spencer. Mary Spencer, yes. Mary Spencer to me is 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 I, I see I I'm cheering for you, low key girl. I am. You want to know why? I I I like your journey, right? You was a prima donna. I wasn't I wasn't liking your little prima donna ass before. I got to say right because you they were giving you too much on on the silver spoon. And I knew you was going to crack under the pressure, which you did. But you know what I like about you, Mary? You sat your ass down. You did. Like a, like a grown woman do when she find out it's too much. 
because I've had to set my ass down too. You set your ass down and you thought about it. Is this for me? What is it for? What am I doing this for? And you decided in your heart that you're going to mess around and try. And I see you doing it. And I'm proud of you, girl. And because of that, um, that is when a fighter evolves. So Mary Spencer has evolved into a more dangerous fighter. And I see it. They taking her on the 4 and 40 road. This is the Canadian way I see it. I just... Most Canadian fighters nowadays do that punk ass four and forty roll uh, road. Yeah, I said it. Y'all don't step up, except for Olivia Garula. Olivia Garula Garula is a step up type of fighter. I love it. She's a rough and tumble. But everybody else, y'all love them four and forty fighters, and and, and y'all just y'all just don't have the heart to really step in somebody's chest unless you know for sure. Right. I, I Can I beat her for sure? You know, some of y'all Canadian fighters need to just take that chance. Give give Olivia a call. She she'll she'll teach you how to turn that that Kool-Aid pumping ass heart into into a real fighter's heart because she's a real fighter. Um, so, yeah, that's what I have to say about this uh, welterweight middle uh, junior middleweight division. Uh coming up because ain't that a bit right that's the that's the title of the show um yeah that that's what that's what i see that that's what's going on right so um i'm gonna read what what my my people's got to say okay so um goodness um women's boxing channel said because the holder of undisputed may think Oh, I'll have a tick over fight against Brekkis because of her age. Mm-mm. Like I said, and ain't nobody interested. Uh, Michael Orr came in and said, that's the savage inside of you. How you know? How you know, baby? I got some more stuff inside of me, too. <laughs> I'm just, I'm a fun gal. I'm a really fun gal. <laughs> uh, Women's Boxing Channel says, I was the first person in the UK to take uh, BKB legal by getting the first license in UK. Okay. Um, bare knuckle boxing. Did you, I like that, that that's very commendable. Um, you got the first license. That's amazing. I love that. It takes a lot to be the first person to do something. Right, because when you're the first person to do something, it ain't really as cool as it is when all everybody's doing it now. You know what I'm saying? When when I was one of the first women or young women to be boxing, it really wasn't cool. Like we, they used to laugh at us, especially some of us. I didn't used to get, I used to get joked on. Um, where's my guy about my father's business who knew me back in the day? Uh, I'm sure you used to joke on my ass sometimes, especially with my little Afro puffs and stuff like rock and rough and stuff and stuff, you know, um, I'm, th- there were jokes and stories about us, you know, that starting off, but now it's cool. You know, now they got pink, 
uh, boxing gloves and all that stuff. Now, now it's cool, but before it wasn't cool. So I really commend you, Women's Boxing Channel, for being the first person to be licensed in, 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 in a combat such as bare knuckle boxing in, in the UK. Michael Orr says, uh, take their heads off. You know it, because that was the motto. Shook is a samurai. I'm taking your head or you gonna take mine, right? And it's fair, it's fair, it's okay. I got out of it, look, I can say my ABCs forward and CBAs backward, right? So yeah, I, I still have my faculties. <laughs> um, Michael Orr put the, put the emoji, the sleeping emoji, your damn skillet, yes. Putting, we want to see broads go to sleep. We want to see crones putting broads to sleep, broads putting crones to sleep. That's what we signed up for. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, Women's Boxing Channel says the hotel he put it on sanctioned is not the council. Okay, I don't know what that means. Michael Orr said it's probably going to be the most exciting and middle, Michael Orr says middle, Women's Boxing Channel says, love your show. So just grab the cold bud, okay? Crack that thing back, you know what I'm saying? Throw that thing back and take a sip for me. All right, Women's Boxing Channel. Oh, you gave, and Women's Boxing Channel then gave me a drink too. Thank you. Thank you for buying me a drink. Ooh-wee. Yes, Sugar's animated tonight. I got the office all to myself. Um, <laughs> Women's Boxing Channel says, you say you won't move up those weights, but Amanda Serrano is a legend as she is a seven division world champion. Don't play with me. Don't play them games with me. Seven division fighting who? 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 Like I said, I would have gone up and down, but Sugar don't play them games. If I was going to fight somebody or if I'm fighting broads out here, I'm fighting real broads out here. I'm not going to fight a broad out of my weight class if she's not a broad if she's not a, a legitimate contender, even in that weight class. Um, Amanda Serrano is Miss Paddington. She is Miss Paddington. Okay. I don't come out. Don't, don't come here doing that. And the thing about it is it, it ain't even her. It's not Amanda Serrano It's Cindy Serrano. That is, that's the dog, okay? It's the sister, it's the big sister, not the, not, not Amanda. Amanda been moved well by Jordan, okay? Y'all know she, she done devoted her life. She don't get no phone calls. She don't, she, she don't get no texts. She don't have no boyfriend. She don't do nothing except for box. Girl. You can see it on her face. Her face looks so hard for a young woman. <laughs> she ain't got she need she ain't got no life. Like she you can see it on her face. <laughs> She's a beautiful gal. It's just that, you know, 
Um, yeah, Amanda Serrano, don't that seven division champion and all of that, don't believe the hype. Her people then paid for the belts in the different divisions, and she was able to do that. She wasn't fighting no real people. She has yet to fight somebody like Tiara Brown. She has yet to fight like um who else? y'all come on now, Michael. Throw me, throw me a um a good lightweight because I mean if Sugar can think about it, she has yet she didn't uh Melissa St. Bill, Melissa St. Bill was down there and she Melissa St. Bill just had a fight down there at that weight. I think St. Bill weighed in at 126 or something like that. Right? She has yet to fight those broads. I even, I think she's even on the, the, the slides. I think she's even on my slide list, uh, tonight. We'll, we'll see. Um, speaking of, um, let's see. Um, Michael Orr says no Paddington bear. (laughs) Michael Orr says Montreal plays favorite. Don't you know it? Um, women's boxing channel says Jonas will beat the carry straightforward. E, uh, Eva, the carry likes to box long. Jonas will draw her in. I I just see um um Eva the carry she just doesn't have the IQ for Jonas. It's not about drawing in or whatever. Now I Jonas is going um maul her. She going to step into that broad's chest, and she she going she going to do what she want to do to that broad in that ring. And I'm here for it. I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, um, because the, yeah, the curry, you, 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 um, now nah, you got to think about how you going, how you going to slide out of this. Okay, you, you make your next couple fight. Oh my goodness, let me move around in here, y'all. I, just give me a second. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Y'all want to talk about me in the comments. Um, yeah, this is how it is in the office. So, um, what was I saying? Yes. So, drawing her in and all of that stuff, but you know, it's I, 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 the reason why I like Natasha Jonas as a fighter is because Natasha Jonas is evolving too in that ring. She tried that cutesy point fighting stuff. And because she had gotten so many stanking decisions and she had gotten so many raw deals, she's really starting to let it hang loose in there. Um, and she's starting, you know, that griminess is starting to come out in her and, I, and, and it makes for a more entertaining, uh, fighter, women's boxer. So I like that. Um, uh, Michael Orr says she's fighting in the UK against Jonas. Okay then. So, um, it, it, it looks like, um, it, it looks like Eva DeCary is leaving her porch to fight Jonas, which is interesting. That means that means for sure Jonas's promoter is the one in charge of that. Um, um, flying DeCary off her porch 
uh, to the UK to fight Jonas. So most likely the odds are going to be in Jonas's uh, corner. All Jonas has to do now is perform and give a championship performance. Um, Women's Boxing says she did leave her porch and went to Shields' backyard and fought. Okay. Yeah, she did. Okay, good. So I guess, uh, I'm sorry, I'll take it back. She left her porch to fight uh, Clarissa Shields that one time. Okay. And I mean, if you go and fight Clarissa Shields, if she left her porch to fight Clarissa Shields, that means she she left her porch for some good money. I'm talking about leaving your porch because you a bad bitch. Because you'll you'll step off of your porch and go step up on another broad's porch because I'm bad like that. Not because, oh, someone's flying me out or whatever. Because we're taking on the energy of the elders, of the older crones that was in the game who used to fly anywhere to fight a, a bit because they heard she was bad. That's how we used to roll back in the day, right? Sugar flew 12 hours to Japan. I'm just giving y'all one example because I heard some bitch in Japan wanted some sugar because I heard she was bad because I heard in Japan they never seen no real women's boxers or boxing happen before so that's why I flew off of my porch because they ain't pay sugar it, it was the opportunity outside of the ring right it was the opportunity to say that's how best sugar's bad worldwide why well, I did that and I still have fans that remember sugar over in Japan. That's why I left my porch, okay? And Rika hadn't, Rika was the one that never left her porch. Okay, so that's what I'm talking about, right? It's not all relative. It's really not in women's boxing. You got to know the broad. You got to like the broad. And then when you know the broad's journey, when you know about the broad and who, and how real that broad is, You'll like her, you'll respect her. And that's when you appreciate what she does in the ring. Um, Michael Orr says, Decare last fight out of Canada was against Shields. And then uh, Women's Boxing Channel says, yes, Spencer is a dog proper. Yeah, Spencer grew up. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says she was a good amateur. Yeah, she was a prima donna amateur. Right. And um, I saw it right when everybody was on her coattail and she just couldn't do no wrong. She was before Katie Taylor was Katie Taylor. It was Mary Spencer. Right. And the pressure busted that pipe. And and she had to she had to get a hold of herself. And she did and came back. And I'm a fan of that. Um, she she put her big girl. She put her big woman draws on. <laughs> Um, Michael Orr says Spencer is being fast-tracked, um, to a title shot. I, um, she should be. Spencer should be fast-tracked. She's been around long enough. Spencer, I think Spencer's a crone now. 
Okay, so yeah, she 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 not wet behind the ears. Her 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 nose ain't wet. She could step up and be and, and get a title. She can do. She's she's in the same uh, graduating class as Natasha Jonas and them. Okay, so yeah, give, give her that title shot. She needs to step up. We want to see her um, fighting these other broads out here. Um, I want to see her fight McCaskill. I want to see her fight Jonas. I want to see her fight um, uh, Rankin. I want to see, yeah, Mary Spencer. She's she's pretty entertaining. I mean, they need to clean her up down there in Montreal. I don't. Um, somebody get this girl. I'm sorry. Get her. Get her some good training. Because she's she she has a lot of potential, but I just. I think she needs a, I think she needs a better team of trainers to to um, help her to uh, realize what her potential is. Yeah, she she's got a she's in Montreal right now. I think, um, girl, you always had that R and B style, right? Come on down here to the states. You you will always be Canadian, but get some of that flavor from down here, and and, and um. And step it up, Mary. Yeah, you could do that. Um, yeah, that Canadian styling ain't, ain't going to take you too far. They you, they still too nice. Um, Michael Orr says, uh, there are some real Canadian fighters. That's the crickets, Mike. <laughs> I mean, there are some good Canadian fighters. Don't get me wrong, but the real ones have have they have been been around for a while. There have been some real Canadian fighters, men and women. But it's pageantry now up there, especially. Um, I, I someone a, a, a fight guy in Canada said it's hard to get that people fighters to fight anymore because everybody wants to this a side b side bullshit and um what's going on is you know nobody wants to take a chance and just find out nobody wants to rely on themselves and know that they're a fighter and they can actually if they try and they put their heart and soul in it win they want a guarantee Oh yeah, you're sure. Yeah, you can. You are gonna win this. You're gonna win this fight. This person been knocked out eight times before they got to you. So if you don't kill, if you don't win by points, you'll certainly kill them from the concussion that they may have had left over from those TKOs they had before. Like that's the type of shit that's going on, especially in Canada. Yeah, and I'm calling y'all on it. Right, y'all got to do better. Um. Uh, Michael Orr says, don't sleep on Canada. We dangerous up here. I'm waiting though. <laughs> I'm waiting. Y'all, y'all dangerous, dangerously cold. Come on now. Ain't nothing more dangerous than a Canadian winter. I tell you that much. I used to run uh, out in that bitch by myself. Who, when you used to run, 
listen, um, about my father's business, um, Michael or all of y'all Canadians, because I I know you up there, and I and I know all of y'all got some um, Canada experience. That them winter mornings ain't no joke, and that's I, I love Canada for that because that's what made me a dog. I used to run out in the in in that Canadian morning winter when I didn't even have a fight coming. That's that's the John. That's the that's the stuff that used to make me mean. Yeah. So Canada has the potential to 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 breed some real real uh gutter, real gremlins, real goons. It's just that the heart, a lot of the heart is, the hearts are pumping that, that, that Kool-Aid, right? And, and it, it's, it's bad. Um, Canada used to, Canada has had some of the wicked, some of the baddest mother fighters. Trust me. Um, but now it's it's not so um or they haven't come back yet okay so i'm not i'm not writing canada off it's just that y'all have a lot of talent and potential but i mean i i I like the foreplay but i i'd still like the happy ending too (laughs) i know i Sorry, y'all just let me be like this. <laughs> um, and so Women's Boxing Channel says, my son Andy started the whole um, bare knuckle boxing in UK as a sport, and I got the license for his show. I like that. Good. And you're a supportive parent, too. I appreciate that. And good on Andy for getting that started. Um, women's boxing channel said the very first license in the UK. Okay. About my father's business. I know I'm reading this thing slow, but you know, um, about my father's business says, yes, LOL. So it might've been, yes, you are in agreement to something, something I said earlier. It must've been about y'all making fun of me when I was young back in the, back in those days. (laughs) And y'all teasing me for being that little scrappy a girl boxer that, that used to show up every day and, and, and get my ass whooped until I started whooping ass, right? Um, about my father's business says, some of the other younger guys joked you, but I never really joked you. I was more amazed than anything that a young woman at that time could fight like that, especially after you battered that guy. <laughs> okay, then. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate that about my father's business. <laughs> I really appreciate that because a lot of people thought uh, eh, too bad was crazy, but too bad wasn't crazy. Too bad was a misfit. And she had found a home with some guys, some fantastic fighters at the time in that boxing gym. I tell you, that kitchen was hot. Okay, I told you that we had Vernon Forrest, we had Chris Johnson. Vernon Forrest beat Costa Zoo in the amateurs and was a world champion. Chris Johnson, Olympic bronze medalist. Cedric Boswell, 
um, top 10 heavyweight, um, the Sims twins, uh, who else? O'Neal Bell, cruiserweight champion. Who else? Like you, they was in the building, okay? The, these guys, and everybody was coming through, okay? Um, everybody was coming through. Anybody that you can name in boxing at the time came through our kitchen, right? So um, it was some great, great sparring, great times. Isra Gira, who fought Christy Martin, her badass. Um, Corinne Van Rydegood or Goose, um, great contender at the time, came through. Susie Taylor came through. Um, Susie Taylor fought Layla Ali, and Susie Taylor was a middleweight champion, fit woman boxer. Rolanda, um, what was it? Uh, they called her Rolo, but what was her last name? Was it Adams? Rolo um, was the first and only fighter to drop uh, Mia St. John on her ass. So let me tell you, like, like the kitchen was hot. The block was hot in there, okay? Um, yeah. And then sugar, you know, and, and, and then we had some other females in there that I can't really, you know, put my, put my, my thing, my head on, but yeah, we, we it was hot in that kitchen. It, it was every night. Well, we, it was crunk down there, not crunk gym, but you know, we had it crunk Jordan ATL style crunk. <laughs> um, about my father business saying, I remember rapper Maze was trained by Johnny as well for a workout only. So Johnny Gant was down there. Uh, Johnny Gant, the DC legend who just recently passed away last year, um, was a, a, a trainer at, at the gym, uh, Biggs Morrison Boxing Gym. Uh, and he also had his club, uh, the Atlanta pal um i mean the stone mountain pal stone mountain police athletic league so he he was giving back down there and i was his first uh woman young lady i was the first young lady he he trained and i became a world uh champion uh as an amateur and moved on to be a, a world rated fighter so he poured into me and i'm just so grateful for that man uh he was a coach a mentor father figure and and um i, I love him till this day for that Every, everything he poured in me i pour into other fighters that i help okay um and yes puff daddy came down and, and trained in our gym p diddy mace john coach johnny trained mace p i don't know about my father business if you was there but when Xavier Tolliver, who was another baddie, he was a junior, um, a, a junior world champion, whooped Puff Daddy ass in in the boxing gym that uh, one night. That that was funny. It was so funny um, because he was only like fourteen years old and whooped Puff Daddy ass. And Puff Daddy was uh, in his thirties at the time, so that was funny. Um, yeah. Uh, well, um, well, take that, take that, take that. That that's that that's what Puff Daddy uh used to say. But but Xavier was on some take that, take that, take that when he was whooping upside Puffy head. 
that's that box, uh, sparring session. But I digress. Good times, good times. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says Serrano fought Eva Varaburger, 26, 8, and 12 KO. Hardy, 22, 2, and 1 KO. Daniela Bermudez, 21, 4, and did you check their records? Please check these women's records. I mean, Hardy, Hardy, I like Heather Hardy, right? Because Heather Hardy going to fight your ass. I liked her. I like her as a fighter. So I'll give her that. Um, my found who I'm who I actually have her as a topic of discussion in tonight's chat four and 40 fighter okay like check these people record she fought Katie Taylor okay um yeah Serana fought Katie Taylor um but you know that was shit that that was shenanigans right she um uh, so Amanda Serrano didn't even fight people that she posted had been fighting because she got the opportunity through Jake Paul because Jake Paul all of a sudden became, becomes a promoter and wants to be legitimate. Um, so he used Amanda Serrano to, to make himself legitimate somehow in boxing and put on this, that match between her and Katie Taylor. That's the only relevance and significant in that matchup. She didn't earn that. She wasn't, she, she, she wasn't no name that anybody was talking about like that. She had a good record. Her people then Paddington, her record, right? Um, Padding meant her record, but yeah, Daniela Bermudez, check her record. She was a padded uh, champion, right? All of these people, right? They were fighting debuters and lesser, right? It, this matchmaking thing goes deeper, okay? When Sugar says something, that's what it is, okay? When, when if if I'm talking, if if I'm saying that Serena's that you know it, it, that she's she's a bit of hot air, I'm not just saying it because I'm I'm, I'm gossiping. I'm saying it because I know what a real fighter does out here. Okay. Cindy, her sister, is a real fighter, right? Cindy has fought some crones, some dragons, some bad broads, right? Stepped up doing it. But Amanda now, oh, goodness. This the theme for tonight. What is it like every 15 minutes, every 20 minutes? I'm sorry, y'all. It's always something tonight. It makes the it makes the show interesting, okay? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, I know what a real fighter does, okay? And so even Serrano's last fight, which I think it's on my, it's on my, my lovely assistant put some together. I mean, even that's some, some damn hot air. 
okay? She 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 not she not beasting like like y'all think she is. She's a good fighter. She I I mean she all right. But um she ain't that gal. Um Women's Boxing Channel says, which part of that CV indicates Serena didn't fight anyone? Please. Like I said, you, you, you a book, you book smart with this boxing thing. I flew the plane, if, if you know what I mean. I stepped in the ring. I know what it feels like, what it looks like, what it smells like, what it tastes like. Okay. So when I look at a broad and I see what she doing, and I say, this one ain't real. I'm the one. It ain't you. It ain't your words. It ain't your numbers. Right? Because anybody can write something on a paper. That, that's what we call, that's what we call paper tigers. They bad on paper. Right? But when they supposed to be stepping up to the real tigers. Right. When they you're supposed to see them in there with some real people, with some real experience and real records and real doings out here. You don't see those names on their receipts. That's what I'm talking about. You didn't even name in your list women's boxing channel any of her opponents that were that are actually great opposition that she fought. Right. Um, do some more homework. Michael Orr says, well, we all know she ain't no baddie. I mean, she all right. She's a good fighter, but she ain't no baddie. Um, women's boxing says, sugar, wish you could do live audibles with your audience. Like some do the way we could all interact that way we can all interact. I'm Listen, I'm going to try to step it up, baby. I am. Me and my guys here on Talk Fight, Talk and Fight, we're going to step it up. Okay? But I, I still appreciate that you could show up. And, and, I, and I try to read off all the conversation as much as possible. I try to do that. Okay? Um, Michael Orr says, I mean, real as they do exist. Okay, yes. I'm not saying that. Our real fighters don't exist in Canada. I'm not saying that, Michael Orr. What I'm saying is, because there's a lot of potential. I've worked with some great fighters that have potential, but y'all don't. Y'all don't pick those people. Y'all pick the punks. Y'all do. It's sad. Y'all do. Um, y'all are impressed by the hype. Right. That's why I had like, I'm the one I'm going to say it. I'm the one that turned Jessica Kamara into a real fighter. Right. Um, she started off just wrong, but I'm not going, you know, there's some backs, there's a backstory there, but I mean, she came to my kitchen. She made a mess in my kitchen. She stole my staff and I had to make her pay for it. Okay. She made me kiss dirt for a little bit and then had the nerve to come back and challenge sugar. 
And the, when I took the fight with Jessica Kamara, I didn't get paid. They didn't even put me in a hotel room. My friend paid for my hotel room. And I mean, just, just how the universe works. Um, I stayed in a better hotel than her that night because Sugar has the greatest fans. Okay. And uh, the fan, she found out that they didn't even, um, they weren't even accommodating Sugar because that fight was where um, Kamara was supposed to take my shine. Um, was supposed to show that she's, she was the baddest broad up north there. And Sugar was just an old crone. And um, when they sent me the contract, I just couldn't believe it, right? I couldn't believe she had the audacity after what she did to try to take my name, to try to now put the nail in the coffin. So um, I read the contract. My coach, Sergey, um, went over the contract with me. Coach Sergey Litoff is the best trainer. Is one is the best. Like he's up there with, he, he up there with Arnie Beaton. He's up there like that. He's that caliber of coach and trainer in, in Canada. Okay, y'all need to look him up. Anybody, any fighter who wants to be a fighter, find him. Um, and yeah, uh, Sugar was, I mean, yeah, Sugar was dead in the water. Sugar had just came off of a loss against Jessica McCaskill. Everybody wrote me off. I was dead in the water. And Coach Sergey, uh, he said, you, you, you are the beat. You are you are the great fighter. You you gonna knock her out, and I. He certainly trained me to do that, along with my great um. With I had a great strength and conditioning coach who was a former um, an NFL linebacker, right? So like, sugar 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 came back um, better than ever. But you know I may I, I I'm gonna say this I made her into what she is now because the reason why she's brave enough to step up like that McCaskill too is like I said they they stood in there with me and ain't nobody worse ain't nobody worse than sugar in that ring I'm telling you that ask anybody you are not gonna have a, more, a worse experience in the ring um than fighting against Natalie Sugar Brown, AKA Miss Too Bad, because like I said, I was trained to destroy what was in front of me. And if you could make it through anyhow, then you was going, you're gonna make it in this business because you ain't gonna find nobody. You, you ain't gonna find a, 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 a worse nightmare. <laughs> um, women's Boxing Channel. Oh, Michael Orr says, um, so we so nice up here, we still leave our doors unlocked. Y'all do, and, and y'all, listen, y'all are nice. Y'all too nice up there, Michael, or that's all I got to say. You know, um, it used to be, like I said, Lennox Lewis grew up in, in Canada, but, and, and was a dog, <laughs> like great fighters, like 
fighters who never made it, uh, Greg Johnson. Y'all need to look him up. Greg Johnson, cool and deadly. Look that man. Um, I, I and I'm not even I'm not even sugarcoating this. He may be one of the greatest amateurs that were ever that ever was in in um in in Canadian amateur boxing history. So was his brother Chris Johnson, who I think um, got just got inducted. I think Chris Johnson just got inducted into um, the Canadian uh, Boxing Hall of Fame, which was well deserved. Um, yeah, y you had the Vanderpools. You had the um, what you call it? Out of um, come on now, out of Montreal. What's their name? Um, what's their name? Um, and they were brothers too, out of Montreal. Like you had um, you, you had um, Brian Mackey them, Brian Mackey, yeah. Um, who else? Um, come on now, y'all put his name, put these names out there. The, the, the names escape me. The faces are there, and Sugar is bad with names, but like um, and and his his he's. His face is right there in front of me. Um, some great fighters came out of Canada, right? And women's boxers too, but uh, not so much nowadays. Um, Eddie, Eddie Barrington, hey, Eddie Barrington, c came in and said facts. Okay. Um, Michael Orr says, your fighters from the six Bodmon. <laughs> Michael Orr. <laughs> I just love, I just love how you could switch it up too, right? My, that's why I got a little crush on you, I tell you. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says, Canada has dangerous fighter in Kim Clavel. Didn't Jeanette Zapta die after fighting her in Montreal? That's the fight that I was talking about. Kim Clavel, and she fought six months after she did that to that young lady. Kim Clavel fought Jeanette's, um, after Jeanette had several KOs that contributed to uh, concussion injuries that were overlooked by the sanctioning bodies who, um, authorized who who put a stamp and said that that fight could happen that's why they're that's why they've laid low right um a lot of people should be in trouble right now for that kim clavel ain't no beast kim clavel was fighting abroad that should not have been fighting she should have been suspended and she shouldn't have she should have sat out of boxing for maybe a good six months to a year so her brain can heal. Because what happened is she ultimately had a brain bleed and um, she died in the ring while people were cheering that she got knocked out, right? The ref wasn't even doing his job, right? I got, I think I got stopped prematurely in in the fight that I fought versus um, McCaskill in in Chicago, right? They like to jump in and and and, and save fighters, but they really don't want to save fighters when fighters need to be saved. These slimy ass referees, 
right? They, if, if the fight is still even up, because I don't think they're going to let that fight be up. But if you look at the fight, that referee should have stopped that fight ages before um, Jeanette got, got that blow, that last blow. Yeah. Her brain was bleeding as the fight was going on. Okay. So she was probably dead on her feet um, in that fight. And when she hit the ground, like I said, her last minutes of being alive was hearing the crowd cheer. Okay. And, and that makes me sick to my stomach, right? That needs to be stopped in boxing period, but it's hap it happens a lot in women's boxing. And that's why, I mean, Hannah Rankin, that just happened with, um, Alexandria and, um, finding Hannah Rankin, right? And people call it mismatches. It's not mismatch. It's not mismatch. It's predatory matching, right? Because a fighter will go in there like anybody can get their ass whooped. And the thing about, especially women's boxing is, uh, uh, um, you know, a, a woman or a female fighter who is in shape, or is not even in the best shape. Can go in in the in the fight with a with a a world champion female fighter, and she'll get her ass whipped for ten two minute rounds. Right? Ain't no broad out here. It's not those times. And it's not it's not like when Ann Wolf was out. It's not when you know you had certain there that there were. It's not when Ann Sophie Mathis was out. It's not when there were some killers out there that would rock your skull, crack your head, right? A lot of these broads ain't busting a grape, right? So no one's getting killed because they're getting in there and they're overmatched. A lot of a lot of these this people are getting hurt because they are getting um, matchmakers and managers and and promoters are looking for fighters who have previously been KO'd back to back to back. A concussion is something serious. That means your brain slammed against your skull and, and, and nerves and roots and everything got shook and blood and, and, and your brain has been injured. So you need to sit your ass out or someone needs to suspend you. You need to be taken off the burner so you can heal for, for at least six months. No action, no being in the gym. They're not doing that, right? No one's looking out for fighters, especially women's boxers. So these predatory matchmakers are looking for fighters who have recently been stopped, right? And they're, they're offering them good money. And these fighters who like, um, my fund, who somebody just, um, what's her, what's her name? Um, 
uh, who, who just fought, fought uh, Chris Cyborg, Simone, um, I'm sorry, not Mafon, Simone Silva, who just fought um, uh, Cyborg in an unsanctioned match. I see you, Cyborg, with your thick naked ass. You trying to sneak in women's boxing without being a boxer. You fought Simone Silva, who is an, uh, a high-end opponent who has fought Olivia Garula, Yasmin Rivas, Ikram Kurat, Tiara Brown, Amanda Serrano, Hun Mi Choi, Mar Marcela Cornejo, Jessica Camara recently KO'd her, right? So she's a high-end opponent, okay? 17, 22, and 0, okay? You just fought her cyborg in an, in, in an unsanctioned match, which you supposedly won. But it's technically an exhibition. It's an underground match because your punk ass just won't sign up to fight somebody real, a real women's boxer. Yeah, in women's boxing. That I mean, and that's why that that's why I'm I'm joning on you, uh, Chris Cyborg, with your thick naked ass. <laughs> Get, just get in here. Just get in here and fight some real broads. Just get in here and fight Natasha Jonas and, and them. Just get in here. Fight Patricia Burgold. Fight one. Fight somebody real. Don't don't try to sneak in. Don't try to sneak in through the through the basement window. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Cause somebody gonna be waiting at the top of the stairs with a shotgun. <laughs> um yeah lovely assistant i know you worked hard on do we have any more did, any more clips any more clips because y'all just got me uh, like this is i owe y'all a long ass um episode tonight lovely assistant um do you have any clips or anything okay so now let's talk about the no 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 go back go, go on back go on back Yes. So I wanted to talk about Serrano versus Mafond. Okay. Um, Serrano is not, I mean, even look at these numbers. Ser Amanda Serrano, 42 fights, two, 42 wins, two losses, one draw and 30 KOs. Who, who in women's boxing has those numbers unless it's Paddington and padding meant come on now like and this is why i started joning with your hard ass face on this poster because you lying to me don't sit there and lie to me those numbers are not legit okay um and so we got on the other side um What's her name? Um, Mafond, what's her first name? Mafond is her last name. Okay. Who is 11 wins, zero losses, zero draws, and three KOs. Come on, Amanda. You telling me that you still can't, you telling me you still can't find Tiara Brown? 
Tiara Brown out here. Tiara Brown's out here. You still can't find her so she can, so you can find and make some money and, and, and share some of this wealth that you got up there. You, you dipping in, you dipping in the bargain bin and finding people who don't have legitimate. Here we go again. Listen, and I'll be back because I'm joning. And I'm back. Yeah, so um, you're telling me you can't find nobody, no contender that's that's legitimate. My host came in and said, we got Tiara's number. If you need it, I'm telling you. I, I like, I, I, if, if you need to find Tiara, I'll help you. I know where Tiara Brown's at. She waiting for your ass on your porch. You're going to fight this on, on a, on a, on a grand, on a grand stage. You fighting my food. Do we have any footage or do we have any pictures of what, what happened in this fight or no lovely assistant? That's the clip. That's the most action there was in that damn fight. That was the most action in that fight. Did you see the beast missing all them damn shots? You have damn near 50 fights and somebody with 11 fights is standing in front of you and you hadn't dispatched her in 10 rounds and you supposed to be a beast, Amanda Serrano? Go and sit your ass down somewhere. You're not fooling me. You may be fooling like, you may be fooling everybody else, but I'm sorry, just, just from that, and I, I did... I, that was the best action in the whole fight. That, that clip right there. And you missed all of those shots. And this broad, who is sub-20, you have three, time, three times as much fights as her. Stood in front of you the whole time and was actually countering you in, in this boxing match. Where does that happen? I'm sorry, if you a legitimate fighter, if you're supposed to be the beast that you say you are, if you're supposed to be having 30 KOs, how are you not getting rid of somebody with only 11 fights in standing in front of you? You had 10 rounds to do it. You're, I'm, women's Boxing Channel, You see, did you see that? That's the bull jive that I'm talking about. If she was all that bad and if she's all that much of a beast, she would have got rid of this 10 and 0. 
10 and 11 and 0 with three KOs. So that means she doesn't even have the power. And she made it all 10 round with Amanda Serrano. Come on now. Come on now. Um, women's boxing says point taken, but this was on an earlier point that I made. Um, women's boxing channel says agree. She should have been suspended, but Rankin nearly killed Alejandra Ayala the same way. She shouldn't have been in that ring either, uh, which was, you know, a different, uh, um, from what I understand, um, Alejandra Ayala, she just wasn't prepared properly, but you know, th this is it, you know, the refs need to be more accountable and stop doing that. Um, the refs are not working for the better health of the fighters, right? They're working to make their fighter look good so they can keep their job. So that ref in the Alejandra Ayala fight needs to be suspended or needs to be, um, needs to have some kind of, um, accountability for that, right? Because you should have known or you should have seen that that fighter needed to be, that fight needed to be ended. But because you wanted Hannah Rankin to look so magnificent in stopping her opponent, you were willing to risk somebody's life and I mean, people have, sw they've swept it under the rug, but I mean, Alejandra Ayala is not the same. She's not the same. She cannot speak a full sentence properly. She cannot remember things. She is not operating as she was before. And I'm sure she probably only did it. She, they probably only paid her $5,000. And now she got the rest of her life to try to find some normalcy. That's predatory. Okay? That's what's happening in women's boxing because no one's checking receipts. Um, where, where is it? My host came in and was like, you know, uh, we have Tierra's number if you need it. <laughs> my my host is in here talking that jam too because my my host knows about this Amanda Serrano thing. Um, she out here pulling people out. Yeah, um, women's boxing channel says so. Marshall, who has an eighty-eight point thirty-three percent KO record, is rubbish. Twelve round, um, twelve and 0, 10 KO. Who is who is the world's best? She'll whoop shields ours. The thing about it is, women's boxing channel. This is what's going to happen. I feel so bad because I'm going to joan on your ass. I'm going to joan on you when the outcome of this fight happens. Because if you didn't even see the fact that your girl Savannah Marshall ain't rente, she ain't rente, she ain't ready. Um, for, for, you know, how the, the, how it was leading up right? The queen did that broad a favor. The queen said, you know what? I'm going to just go on and die, Marshall, because you're not looking like you're not looking confident out here, girl. You done forgot your belts. How you going to forget your belts at the public workout? You only got one. Clarissa Shields flew from the United States to the UK and brought all her belts 
Bitch, you lived there and you forgot your one belt at home? You didn't have it at the public workout? You ain't ready. You ain't ready to be champion. That 88 point whatever percentage, 88.33% against who though? Against who? Against who? Who did Savannah, who has Savannah Marshall fought, right? Like you can fight four and 40, you fight, fight quality opponents or fight four and 40 opponents. It, those numbers can be manipulated. Come on, women's boxing channel. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't make these girls, don't make these broads out here make you look silly, right? These match, these numbers will make you look silly. Okay. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says October 15th will be a massive defining night. So you say, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. But don't not show your ass up the Wednesday night after that, because we going to have to talk. Okay. Um, my host said from that last clip, looks like a lot of wasted energy, right? You're supposed to be a beast. You almost, you're up there. You almost have 40 fights and you're fighting someone with only 11 fights and only three KOs compared to your 30 KOs. And you're swinging and missing. And she's still standing in front of you and countering your ass at that. Girl, you Paddington. You ain't real out here in the field. Uh, Women's Boxing Channel says, you seem to believe Tiara Brown is the amazing fighter, yet Serena, you put down. Don't get it. Sorry. I'm not putting Amanda Serena down. I didn't say she couldn't fight. I didn't say she didn't have skills. That's putting a fighter down. Don't get it twisted, baby. I said... Her receipts don't add up, meaning she acting like she bought the Gucci bag, but she bought the fake. You understand what I'm saying? Her purse ain't got the serial number. That's what, I mean, that's what diva bitches do, right? That's what we do out here, right? Is that a Gucci bag? Is that a, is, is that a coach bag? Is that a Dooney bag? Is that a whatever bag? Can I see the serial number? Oh, it doesn't have one? Is it a fake? Yes. That's how we check receipts out here, right? So um, I'm not putting Amanda Serrano down. I said, I, I mean, she's a, she does all right out there. She's an all right fighter. But she's not the beast. She's not a 40, 40 something wins, two losses, 30 KOs. That motherfucker's supposed to be bad. That bitch supposed to be bad. You're, if you have only 11 fights, you're not supposed to make it past round two against a fighter like that. And you making it the whole fight to the end? And you're putting your hands on her? I'm not putting her down. I'm stating the obvious. You make the decision. If you feel like she's putting down, it's just based off of me reading her receipt. Okay? Um, 
I do believe Tiara Brown is an amazing fighter. She's an amazing fighter, just like Amanda Serrano is an amazing, uh, uh, amazing fighter. Yeah, Amanda Serrano has a great potential. She's not, she, she, but she ain't that gal. She's not the beast that y'all are trying to make her out to be. She's not, okay? I keep calling Tiara Brown because Tiara Brown is a great contender that will make her extend herself and we will really see what she's made of. That's why I keep calling Tiara Brown's name. But I will also throw another name in the hat that needs to fight Amanda Serrano, Melissa St. Ville. Melissa St. Ville has been around long enough and she has fought enough people and had enough experience to be a good opponent or not even opponent, contender for Amanda Serrano. But yet Amanda Serrano goes down in the bargain bin and she comes up with people like Mafant to fight. Right? Melissa St. Ville has um, over 20 fights, I think. That would be a super match. Why hasn't she found her? I know where Melissa St. Bill is too. Like we can find her. Waiting on your motherfucker. Waiting on your damn porch, Amanda Serrano. Right? But you, 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 you in the dumps, like not, okay. You in the bargain bin when you need to open your front door and, and, and fight these bras who are standing on your porch, okay? Um, let's see what was said. Women's Boxing Channel says, don't get me wrong, T is a good fighter, but until she fights anyone of a name, she's unproven. No, don't do that. Here you go again. Don't, don't, don't get things messed up. Don't say until she fight, because that's what Kara Rowe used to say about me, and her ass was running the whole time. She hasn't fought anybody. Yeah, because nobody would have fought me. Nobody was trying to fight me. Right? Don't, don't pull that bullshit. I hate when people do that. Well, she hasn't fought anybody. Yeah, because anybody, nobody, none of the bodies will fight her. Because she is a problem. Because she, she's just bad enough to beat a, a, a bitch. That's why they won't fight her. So don't say she hasn't fought anyone. No one will give her the opportunity. So she's stuck. That's what happens to real contenders and real fighters out here. They get shelved. They get forced on hiatus. They get forced to fight low-grade opposition. They get forced into hiatus so to speak, so their bones can get soft. And then all of a sudden, two weeks notice, you have the opportunity. Oh, I'll fight you now. That's how these matchmakers play. That's how these paper tigers play. And it's not fair, right? That's not how this game works. That's not how money will be made in women's boxing. Contenders need to fight champions. Champions need to fight contenders. That's how money is made in this sport. And that's how we're gonna have longevity, right? If you a champion, you lose, that's not the end of the world. 
just like the men boxers do. Get your ass back up, run like Rocky, do all the chop the trees and come back and get your belt back. That's how that works. That just shows the, the quality of woman there are in this game where they don't even want to risk losing because they don't feel like they could come back from it. That's life. You want to know how many times life done kicked my ass? You want to know how many times sugar done lost in life? I was a born loser. I wasn't supposed to win. I wasn't supposed to make it this far. If I was, if y'all were to hear and read my story, but here I am, I'm a champion, right? And boxing is the personification of that. And women's boxing is the personification of a woman champion. Women are out here fighting life and doing this. And that's who I cheer on, right? because they don't have to have a clean record. They don't have to win. They fight. They believe in themselves. They believe in their dreams. And they don't let anything or anybody stop them from trying to or achieving their dreams. That's what this is about. Um Host says, I agree, Tiara just needs some good opponents to show the true talent she has. Tiara just needs a chance. Tiara needs to be seen. Okay? Tiara may not, Tiara's abroad that you'll like. Okay? Former police officer who stepped away because she couldn't stand in a, in a time where, you know, we have screwed up cops. She was one of the good ones who stepped away from her career because she couldn't stand to see the, the, the dirty cops around her abuse people in her community, right? That's a champion. Tiara Brown has a, um, has a program where she gives uh, youth scholarships okay, to, to help them fulfill their dreams. Nobody knows that about her. That's a champion, okay? Champions give back, okay? Check your local, check your champions out here and see what they're doing. Your so-called paper tigers, paper champions. See what those broads are doing to give back. See how they give back. See how much of a champion they are out here, okay? Um, Talking Fight, my, my guys at Talking Fight says, I agree. Um, oh, my host says October 15th is going to settle some crap from the um, Ammies. Means, um, yeah, settle some crap. The amateurs means nothing now. They're two completely different fighters. Yes, yeah, so I mean, and I agree with Clarissa Shields and what she said. Oh, this show going long, long, but it's because I had a short last show. That's why I'm sticking around because this is a long, long show. I know some of y'all done signed off, but it's okay because I'm in the mood to, to talk and to chat. Um, to hold an 
amateur match as a, a conversation piece or something that is a post to determine how two women have matured as fighters is some bullshit. Okay. First of all, the amateurs, especially at that level where Savannah Marshall and Clarissa Shields fought is very political, very. Okay. Um, Ieba is always they under um, they're they're under uh, uh, investigation now for um, judging uh, for 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 judges being um, uh, what's the word for for judges being paid off and and all that garbage yeah so I mean in the Emmys it's very like I said very political. Look at what happened with Roy Jones. You really think that Korean beat Roy Jones in that in in that Olympic match? Stop, right? Um, even even the Korean put his head down. Here we go again. This the thing. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we we're not gonna hold um the amateur results of anything as a, a deterrent, as anything to determine how much better Savannah Marshall or, or that Savannah Marshall is a contender at all for Clarissa Shields. That has nothing to do with anything. Amateur boxing and pro boxing are apples and oranges, two completely different sports. Yeah, they're called boxing but two completely different sports. I was an, I was a world-class amateur, but I had to start all over when I became a pro, okay? And learn to be a good-ass pro, okay? And it takes a lot. It takes a lot to, to, to be a good pro. It really does. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says, nah, you telling me Shields didn't cherry pick uh, Ivan Habazin, um, you, uh, women's boxing channel, you talking about cherry picking, you got to pick a side, right? Because you, you favor, or you tend to, you know, lend blind eyes to fighters, Paddington fighters like Amanda Serrano, but a fighter like Clarissa Shields, where you need to look at the young lady's record. Okay? Look at the lady's record. And you gonna pick maybe you gonna pick one fight off of that record and say it was cherry picked. Come on now. I'm not even gonna entertain that. Okay? Um, Clarissa Shields, Clarissa Shields opponents, quality of opponents are better quality opponents than Savannah Marshall. That's just a fact. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says, um, you telling me it wasn't all a con when WBA made Shields supposedly undisputed when they in effect 
strip Gabrielle of her crown to let Shields go WBA super. Okay, so let's talk about Gabrielle. We talking about Hannah Gabrielle? What did we say about these sanctioning bodies? We said about these sanctioning bodies that they don't care who has the belt. They care how much money each broad is going to get having that belt. Okay, so they stripped Hannah Gabriel because number one, Hannah Gabriel wasn't fighting nobody. Hannah Gabriel was one of them broads that wasn't leaving her porch, and she was she was cherry picking opponents too, right? So if I if I owned a sanctioning body, yes, bitch, get up off that belt. I'm gonna strip you because. Clarissa Shields won't it. And Clarissa Shields is going to make more money from my belt than you've been making money, which is what's going to happen with uh, Jessica McCaskill versus uh, Chantel Cameron. Jessica McCaskill, even though she got money, her people them is buying and paying for the belts. Chantel Cameron now has a better potential of making more money off of those belts than Jessica McCaskill has been making. So that's why I am leaning towards the the fact or the leaning towards the idea that uh, Chantel Cameron, it will be the one to end up with those belts in the, in, in the fight, in, in that matchup with her, um, Chantel Cameron versus Jessica McCaskill. Um, uh, women's boxing channel says Shields didn't fight Gabrielle's in a rematch as she should have done. They paid the WBA to twist the rules so she could avoid rematch and fight the carry in her backyard. Okay. Um, was anyone interested in seeing Hannah Gabrielle fight Clarissa Shields for a second time? I mean, she did drop Shields, but it just wasn't interesting enough for a rematch. Let's, we're just going to be honest. So, yeah, they did some fandangling there where um, the WBA, because that's what's happened. No one's checking receipts. And, I, and I'm telling you, it, what, I'm not saying Shields and them, you know, they're not, shenanigans ain't happening for, for Shields. Everyone's pulling off shenanigans in women's boxing. Okay? Everyone's doing it. But what I'm saying is Shields is legit is a legitimate ass kicker. So if people are doing if if the shenanigans are being pulled from her, she will whoop ass too to make sure that there's that that that, that thing is stamped down. Okay? So even if she rematched Hannah Gabriel's, most likely the outcome would have been just like the first match where she would have beat up Hannah Gabriel in, 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 in that fight. Okay. So that's what that is. Right. And, and to be honest, 
Um, nobody was would have paid for a, 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 to watch a second match. That's why Clarissa Shields went to MMA, right? Because um, she wasn't getting the money over here. Uh, she wasn't making the money over here. That's why Clarissa Shields leaves her porch to go fight over in the UK because UK people love Clarissa Shields. They pay to watch her fight. They pay money to see her. UK fans are great boxing fans. They pay to watch boxing. And that's what I love about, I love that about UK. I love that about Europe. I love that about the other side across the pond. They pay, they appreciate boxing. Uh, a lot of my money was made across the pond, not here in, in the United States or not here in North America, not even in Canada. Yeah. Right. So that's what it is. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says Melissa St. Phil told me she finds it tough to keep in shape now. She she's only fighting now because it's for autism awareness. Um. Okay. Melissa St. Ville is just telling you what every other female fighter is, has, and have been going through for decades, almost a century. It's tough to, to stay in it and keep doing it when you don't have anything to, to move that you're moving forward to right? The champions won't let you, won't give you opportunities. Promoters won't let you fight their champions. Uh, They're they're, um, blocking real contenders from making money from fighting, right? All the tomato cans and 4 and 40 fighters are the ones that are making the money. And all of the tomato cans and foreign 40 fighters are the ones that are having title shots and opportunities, right? Real contenders don't get offers. Real contenders don't get paid. We, I, and I'll tell you this from a personal experience, right? The, the champ, the champ will send you uh, uh, um, uh, an offer, will send you uh, a, a, a challenge, right? And you get the challenge and yes, I'll fight you in two weeks and I, and yeah, it'll be a 10 rounder and yeah, it'll be a title shot and I'll fight you for a thousand dollars. Is that a fucking, a, beep, I'm sorry. Is that a deal? Is that a real, is that a real offer? Right? <laughs> You know I'm not going to take that. You know it's not worth it, right? Oh, and and you got to fight me in my backyard. No, I'm not going to take that, right? So then they and then they come out, uh, you know, in these interviews. I send out the offers. I've offered to fight. I've offered to fight these contenders. They don't want to fight. No, it's not that we don't want to fight. Your punk ass is. You're not serious. Because if you were serious about fighting a legitimate contender and you're a champion, you would offer, you would offer, you would put something on the table that you're willing to fight for. You would put money on the table. You would put something of value that you're willing to fight for, whether it be the money and the belts and your name. 
You're not serious if you're offering $1,000 at two weeks notice to a real contender. You're not serious. Okay? So, yeah, that. That's how these... That's how these punks play the game out here. So women's boxing channel, while you sipping on the Kool-Aid, that's why the sugar show is here to let you know what's really real and what's really going on out here, right? To let you know who you're, who, what your, what your girls next door and who you really in love with, what, what kind of woman they really are. Okay. You want the champions. Right, you want to love, you want to fall in love. Ain't nothing like um, loving a real woman. Ain't nothing like loving a real champion, right? Because you feel what she does. Tell me what you feel about these fakes out here. Melissa St. Phil now says she's fighting for autism awareness. I ran into a woman today who has an autistic son and she broke down crying because she is scared for the day when the day comes that she's no longer around to take care of her autistic son and you got melissa st ville now fighting and putting her purse money towards the cause of taking care of autistic kids who may need that type of help one day or may need that type of help now where they don't have a parent or a caregiver that can take care of them. That shit that you feel, that shit that that woman is feeling and she don't even know Melissa St. Phil. Tell me about what your champions are doing out here. Tell me how real they are out here. Okay, um, Michael Orr says St. Ville is 15-4-4. and mm-hmm. uh, low, High risk, low reward. Okay, so Michael Orr is saying that's what they're thinking about Melissa St. Ville. But like I said, it ain't about the numbers. It's women's boxing is about the broad. Melissa St. Ville is a very entertaining fighter. You can fight her one time and you can fight her again. That's a rematch type of broad. People would just love to watch you fight her if you throw down. Okay, and if both of y'all get together and throw down, you will get it to where people will watch it one, two, three times. Okay, but everybody wants this pretty perfect record that means nothing. That's not what women's boxing is about. Cedric Sports Ch Training chimes in. Hey, Sammy, how was the trip? Thanks for chiming in, baby. Um, good evening, champ. Great show, listening on the way home from the gym. Okay, then. Thank you. Um, yeah, you got to let me know how... how how the um trip went because I know you went um last time I seen you you was at the airport looking all travelish. Um, Michael Orr says I'm tired of hearing all about Clarissa Shields and Savannah Marshall's damn amateur belt. Get over it already. It was ten years ago. Listen, let's let's get some jackets and and, and make a club and sell T-shirts. Okay, 
I'm tired of that mess too. They two grown ass women who have gone through life and now they, they're fighting again. And I just feel like Savannah Marshall is going to break under or has already broken under this pressure. And after she fights Clarissa Shields, and the thing about it is Clarissa Shields is going to do to her what she did to Mary Spencer that time that I told you she took Mary Spencer's heart. And Savannah Marshall will probably quit or she won't be the same fighter again. Okay. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says apples and oranges are good together in a smoothie, though. Uh, stick a banana and some raspberries and some blueberries in there with oat milk and coconut water, and you got a matchup. I mean, it sounds good. It sounds good, but I like my smoothies simple. You know what I'm saying? Two, maybe three. You know what I'm saying? I like two, but I don't know, maybe I ain't never had a threesome, but two sums, yeah. Yeah, stop, stop, listen. Listen, don't don't give me the opportunity to get naughty because I will. <laughs> yeah, but I like I like all of that, you know. I don't know about apples and oranges in a smoothie, but it sounds good. And um, you know, um women's boxing channel, you always coming on the show eating some good stuff, so I, I, I'll i believe you. Michael Orr says, they are two completely different fighters now. They certainly are, but we're going to see. We're going to see uh, in, in the next couple weeks what kind of fighters they, they be in that ring. Women's Boxing Channel says, yes, she was. Yes, she was. Gabrielle's had to go to light heavy and heavy to fight because Shields wouldn't fight her. So there was nobody else Hannah Ka Gabrielle could fight. Hannah Gabrielle couldn't fight Raquel Miller. Hannah Gabrielle couldn't fight Letitia Robinson. Gabrielle, uh, Hannah Gabrielle couldn't. There was no other middleweight contenders that Hannah Gabrielle. Hannah Gabrielle was playing the same game right and what she did was she went to a zombie weight class that doesn't really have any big contenders and that's where she is and that's where she paying for her at belts to be that's what's going on because if hannah gabriel really wanted her belts back and she really wanted to stay in contention she would have went up and fought hammer christina hammer right clarissa shields did right if i want to show that i'm bad i'm that baddie I'm a bad bitch and I need to get that rematch with Clarissa Shields. I'm gonna move up and beat up Christina Hammer. And then while after I beat up Christina Hammer, I'm gonna call out Clarissa Shields and say, I'll go back down and 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 eat your ass up too. Right? So come on now. Like, come on. Uh, you talking to a scrapper. You're talking to somebody who who is a who is a scrapper who who will pick a fight who like to make a fight okay all right uh women's boxing channel says uh shields chose to carry for the ibf's ibf someone knew she beat beat her hands down yeah and to carry um got the carry wanted it too like she's a montreal money like they made her they tailor made her so they can get some shine down there um 
for Clarissa Shields, as somebody fighting Clarissa Shields. Y'all know this is a Canadian mentality. It wasn't, it, it's not about DeCare winning. The Canadian mentality is I got in there, eh? Right? The Canadian mentality is they love, they, they love the idea that someone actually tried. Yeah. It's a different mentality. The U.S. mentality is I'm going to win. I'm going to win. I'm a win. I'm a find a way to win. Um, like, I mean, look at look at who y'all celebrate now. A lot of Canadian fighters who are celebrated now are high end losers. I'm okay. Your girl Camara, she just finished fighting um, the foreign for like Simone Silva. She just. KO'd her, I think, with a body shot. But when she, when it's time for her to step up to fight somebody real, she gonna lose again, right? Because that's that's the type of training that's happening there. And girl, don't you think? Don't think that you could um go and find my my trainer um Sergey. Don't think. I'm out of it, you know, um, but I don't even think you, I don't even think she, she has, she doesn't have the um, moxie to train with coach Sergey, right? You got to be of a certain caliber to train with a uh, coach Sergey Letach in um, Toronto. I, and th th that's all, that's, that's how I'm believing um, because that man ain't no joke. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says, what? Of course it was interesting. Gabriels was sitting, was a sitting WBA champion who dropped shields. I'll be back. I'll be back. Y'all, I'm just talking tonight because, I mean, it's, it's, after, it's past two hours. <laughs> I don't understand. And, I don't know if anybody's going to watch this show to the completion, but here I am. Okay. Um, what? Of course, this is what women's boxing channel says. What? Of course it was interesting. Gabrielle's was a sitting WBA champion who dropped shields and got stripped. So shields could fight the carry for a gimme. Stop it. LOL. Okay. Well go find your girl. Okay. So is she that interesting? Where's she at? What the hell she doing? Tell me what she doing. Is she's that is Hannah Gabriel that interesting, right? Okay, so she's not fighting Shields, right? Shields found somebody to fight, and we're interested in that. If if we so if you so interested in Hannah Gabriel, what's she doing? Who's she fighting? Come on now. I'm, I'm damn near retired and I still got people in my DM. When's the next fight, sugar? Ain't nobody interested in Hannah Gabriel's. I said it. Just, just tell me. Who do y'all want to see Hannah Gabriel's fight? 
Gabrielle Hannah Gabrielle's is a champion, right? She's a light heavyweight champion. Why isn't she calling anybody out? Why she got the belt? She's a champion. She a champ. Champions make matches. Champions get people interested. Champions make contenders. Who is she fight? Who? I ain't even got time to wait. I don't. Um, Michael Orr says the Canadian mentality is we live in igloos and leave our doors unlocked. And y'all sleep in fur underwear. <laughs> Which is sexy. I like it. Um... Uh, Michael Orris says, L-M-F-A-O. I love the Canadian mentality, right? I love my, my Canadian peoples. It's just that um, it's it, in the fight game, y'all are, I just have to say, baby, you're just too nice. You're just too nice. Um, Women's Boxing Channel, Camara could be fighting Sandy Ryan next. Think Ryan will fight the Mexican Rodriguez, though. I think that's fantastic, Women's Boxing Channel. I would love to see Jessica Camara fight Sandy Ryan. That's a great match. That's a great match. Bring that shit on. I love it. Um, yes. Um, Ryan will fight the Mexican Rodriguez. Okay. But Camara versus Ryan is interesting. Um, Michael Orr says, I think Ryan versus Rodriguez is next. Okay. And we'll see what happens there. Um, Michael Orr says, you have people watching now. So they weren't watching before, Michael? What you trying to say? You always do something to just heat my fanny. <laughs> um, Women's Boston Channel says, Rodriguez holds the WBC silver, so Ryan wants it to add to her WBC international strap. Okay, so they're collecting belts. Great. But I want to see that match that you mentioned. Jessica Camara versus... Um, Sandy Ryan. I don't, I don't even care who gets the belts or whatever. And it'd be good. It would be good for those belts too. I've, I'm, I'm going to say this, Women's Boxing Channel, you like Sandy Ryan? And Sandy Ryan seems to be a good contender to me as well, right? But she had, I, I, I just need to see a little bit more of her. I need to see a bit more of her. That's it. That's all I have to say about that. Um, I, I, she just hasn't, I haven't taken on to her just yet in, in this fight game, um, fighter to fighter. And as a, as a fan of women's boxing, um, Michael Orr says at women's boxing channel, a hundred. Okay. So y'all agree on that. Omar comes, Omar Johnson comes in bold, but facts. Well, you know, sugar's bold. That's that's all I've ever been. <laughs> it's bold, <laughs> right? Um, 
And, and you know what? I just always try to, I, I'm always faithful. My, my, my loyalty is to the truth. Okay. So I always want to spit the facts. And if I get it wrong, I am the first one to say, listen, I'm, I'm wrong and you got it. And, and, and I want to learn from y'all out there too. Okay. Uh, Michael Orr says nude, no PJs. I suppose that's about, uh, my comment, uh, my counter to you, y'all sleeping in, um, igloos and, and I said, y'all wear, um, fur, uh, for underwear. Well, if you sleep in the nude with no PJs, that that sound better. <laughs> um, that means y'all need somebody to to warm it and warm it up and and to keep it hot. Which um, you know, sugar likes to do that. Hey, stop! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop. Y'all just like when I, I do naughty things. And we're not doing no only stuff. We're not doing that. But I, I just like, I do like, I like the, the naughty talk. I really do. Um, Omar Johnson comes in. Everyone press the like button. Not many places you can get this free game. Right? I'm spitting bars on, on here. And, and my people, Women Boxing Channel, Michael Orr, about my father's business. Who else came on here spitting? Uh, Cedric Sports Training. Who else? Um, Come on now. Uh, my guy, Eddie Barrington, came in spitting bars. Listen, we, we on here. We out here. Right, faces in the place on sugar on the on the Natalie Sugar Brown show, where we talk women's boxing. Um, Michael Orr says, "Keep you talking." <laughs> okay, women's boxing channel says Ryan's manager said, um, <laughs> "Women's boxing channel says." Ryan's manager said next year, Ryan will fight for a world title and Hearn said the same. So it's versus the winner of Cameron versus McCaskill. Oh, okay. So they doing, I mean, okay. I, I guess, I guess that we should be excited about that. Um, the only thing I'm excited about is the potential of Sandy Ryan possibly fighting uh, Jessica Camara. I think I, I, I'm interested in the in that match. Um, I like I said, the reason why um, I just haven't taken on to Ryan. I've taken on to Jessica Camara because, despite of everything that has happened in in Young Broad's career. She is relentless, and I appreciate that. And so her being that relentless fighter, stepping to a fighter like Ryan, who seems to be getting that silver spoon placed in her mouth somehow and getting all of these great opportunities I would love to see them to fight for it. 
because it looked like they may be cut from the same cloth. Um, and I said what I said. Now, um, Omar Johnson comes in saying, lock in for I tweak out with the eyes. <laughs> You know, I think I know what you're talking about out here, sir. Okay. I'm, but I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Okay. All right. So listen, y'all. Um, lovely assistant, if you're still there, do do I have another um image? Because I'm a I'm I've got stuff to do. All right, so listen. This picture of is of Simone um Silva. She's the one who just fought. Uh, Chris Cyborg, and I'm not even going to say. I'm going to say this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna mess it up. I'm gonna fuck it all up and say she beat Chris Cyborg because she's an actual boxer, and Cyborg wants to just play one on TV. So she stepped in the ring and um, she 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 danced, I think, all all 10 rounds with Cyborg and Cyborg didn't really hurt her or anything like that. So, I mean, this one, the reason why I said she won, because now she has that name on her resume and she remains a high end opponent. Okay, so despite of her record, she's still going to be making money based on her receipt. Okay, she's got some names on her receipt. And if any fighter who is a fighter um, would want to measure themselves up in the game by fighting her. Okay, um, the, the one who's done the best against her is Jessica Camara because despite of i mean everyone's getting everyone was get is um we're getting wins um oh goodness women's boxing saying women's boxing general chimes in and says so sorry got to go oh it's going on 3 a.m there great show again but oh thanks for staying up with me women's boxing channel till 3 a.m Oh, goodness, and you know I like the late night play. I'll see you next Wednesday. All right, baby. Um, and I'm going to wrap it up after this, okay? you It won't be too much longer. But um, um, she won. Uh, Simone Silva won because, and, and Jessica Kamara did the best against her because where everyone was getting unanimous decisions, majority decisions, and, and TKOs over her, Jessica Kamara was the one who actually stopped her, KO'd her, folded her, slumped her with a body shot. That's, that's some good stuff there. That's what we signed up for. Good on you, uh, Cobra. Okay, so um, yeah. Um, th this is the, this, this face right here, you know, um, Keep on lookout because this this probably won't be the end end for her. 
she'll probably maybe even Sandy Ryan might end up fighting her. You know, we just never know. But you guys, now I mean, it's it, we're gonna have to wrap up. It, we're going into two and a half hours of sugar just talking, and I and I really appreciate you guys chiming in at all the different times. Thank you, my misfits, for for stopping in. If you watch the whole show or if you listen to the whole show, bless you. Thank you for sticking with me the whole time. Okay, like, subscribe, share this sugar. All right, um, my host, can I get the whole screen to myself? I, I, I like to tell everybody bye uh, without sharing the 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 um the screen. But okay, if 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 I gotta share it, I will. Um, but um, but um. Yeah, like, subscribe, share this sugar. Okay, you guys, um, invite other people to the show. Uh, drop in, leave your comments below. Tell me what you're thinking. Tell me how you're feeling about this upcoming stuff. Um, drop in and let me know uh, if if you like what it, when I said what I said. If you didn't like what I said when I said it, okay? Um, aside from that, y'all have a safe, y'all be safe. Have a great weekend, and until next Wednesday, um, keep it sweet. Bye-bye.